I don't know about you, but thrifting is a way of life in my family. It's how we buy clothes. It's what we do when we travel and vacation. We know every thrift store in 100 miles. So I was fascinated to learn about today's story by Amy Feireisel, about a whole subculture of thrifty kind of places in the southern Adirondacks I never knew. We visit the free rooms of the Adirondacks on today's Story of the Day. Support for Story of the Day comes from Pearsall Wealth Management at UBS Wealth Management USA, subsidiary UBS AG, member FINRA SIPC, 1 Broad Street, Glens Falls. Hey, I'm David Summerstein. It's Monday, November 27th. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I sure did. Thanks to Lucy and Amy for sitting in for a couple days. First up, the first big snowstorm of the season is hitting the Tug Hill Plateau starting this afternoon. The National Weather Service issued lake effect snow warnings starting at 4 through Wednesday morning for Jefferson, Lewis, and Oswego counties. One to two feet of snow are expected, plus winds as high as 35 miles an hour. Patrick Mahar is the highway superintendent for the town of Denmark. He says his department has already geared up for the storm. We go over the equipment, we get it loaded and prepped. And just wait. We check roads, um, and then we go out accordingly. If they start to coat over, we salt and sand and try to stay ahead of it so it doesn't uh, stick to the road. And once we start plowing, we keep going until we have to stop. Mahar cautions people to drive slowly and be aware of their surroundings, as high winds blowing snow can lower visibility. Watch for the plows. Try to give them as much room as possible and, and try not to pass. And that's it. The National Weather Service warns that travel could be very difficult to impossible on the Tug Hill and urges drivers to be prepared for varied road conditions. Lighter snow is expected in Herkimer and Hamilton counties in the Adirondacks. You can find more information at ncpr.org weather. The hospital in Malone will now receive a higher reimbursement rate from the federal government. Kara Chapman has more. Alice Hyde Medical Center announced last week that it is now a critical access hospital. That means it'll get millions more in reimbursement money each year for services provided to patients on federal programs like Medicare. The status change follows a months-long review and approval process that started this past spring. At the time, Alice Hyde had too many beds to qualify for critical access status. It had to decertify 45 beds, which hospital leaders said hadn't been used in years. That brought it down to the required 25-bed maximum. Hospital President Michelle LeBeau said in a statement that the change won't reduce the services the hospital provides. She said it also won't change the way patients receive care. The North Country has several other critical access hospitals, and there's another one in the works. Carthage Area Hospital and Claxton Hepburn Medical Center announced a two-part plan in June. If approved, it would create a 25-bed critical access hospital and a 40-bed behavioral health hospital. Both would be located at Claxton Hepburn's current location in Ogdensburg. A spokesperson for the two hospitals says they anticipate a decision from regulators in early 2024. Hospital leaders will provide an update at Claxton Hepburn's Festival of Trees on December 2nd. Kara Chapman, North Country Public Radio. Thrift is a huge part of life in the North Country. Many communities don't even have stores where you can buy new. 
and it can be cheaper and more convenient to look for secondhand things. So there are lots of free piles outside houses, there are garage sales, and of course, thrift stores. In the southern Adirondacks, there are a number of, quote, free rooms, often at local transfer stations where local residents can give and take gently used items without any money changing hands. Amy Feireisel reports on the free room phenomenon. In the grand tradition of Adirondack dumps, the setting for the town of Johnsburg transfer station is stunning. We have a beautiful view of Gore. That's 69-year-old Peter Horvath. You could ski from Gore down here if you wanted to. Sort of roundabout way to, to come to drop off your things. But <laughs> <laughs> This is where he and other North Creek and North River residents take their trash and recyclables. It's also the home of a new free room. Well, here it's a shed where people can drop off things they don't want and pick up things they do. Horvath and another local, Judy Brown, are the masterminds behind it. They're both in a group called Zero Waste Warren County. And one of our missions is to try to reduce the amount that goes into landfills. Horvath opens the shed, which is a basic Amish rectangle. Inside are packed shelves. so cozy in here. I would totally shop, but I'm not going to shop. There are clothes, toys, kitchenware, even skis. And it's well organized. That's thanks to volunteers like Anita Abrams, who staff the shed five days a week. She says it's been busy since they opened in early October. They had opened. You know, we had a line of people to donate. At first, more people donating than taking, but people are really starting to shop. A young woman came and was getting her first apartment and took quite a bit of, of stuff that she could use to get started. That was exciting. Abrams says it's already had an impact on the local community. I run our food pantry locally, and I know that people have really appreciated being able to get free, useful things that they can use in their households. Horvath says the town board was really supportive of the reuse shed, and they've already got a roster of 20 volunteers. And also there's a sense of community. When people come, it's like, oh my gosh, I can help somebody. You can feel that when people bring things. Happily, say Horvath and Abrams, this isn't a unique idea. There are free rooms scattered around the southern Adirondacks, in Screen Lake, in Indian Lake. Newcomb's give and take room at the town dump has been around since 1995. So this is it. Robin Deloria is the town's supervisor in Newcomb. Okay, so it is empty, but I'll tell you, when this place gets full, it's full. I've seen this place where we couldn't walk through it. Deloria helped put up this building over 25 years ago when he was working for the highway department. This was a, a prefabbed building that we bought from Curtis Lumber. I first heard of this room referred to as the Newcomb Walmart. Deloria says it has lots of names, the Dump Mall, the Trade Center, the Swap Shop. It's open 24-7, and Deloria says every five to six weeks, they throw away what's left. By then, it doesn't belong in here because people, they know what's here, and they're not going to come anymore, so it goes, you know? I visited near the end of a cycle, but there were still lots on the shelves, much of it high quality. That set of lamps up there is absolutely gorgeous, you know? Oh, and, yeah, they it are. They need new shades, but nevertheless, you know, and, and it's stuff like that. I go buy those today. You're, you know, you're probably talking $80 for the pair. It pains Deloria to throw any of this out, but he's happy to divert a lot of it back into the community. He says the whole town visits. I mean, just about everybody I know comes here and checks somehow, you know. Down here, towns are spread out and small. Many of them don't have stores, and year-round residents are often piecing together work and on a tight budget. Free rooms have become an important community resource. There is something for everybody here. 
Carol Monroe meets me at the town of Chester Free Room in the wake of a hailstorm. Everything you can imagine that someone doesn't need anymore or want is like found gems to others. There we go. We enter oh, wow. into. Oh, it's beautiful. I know. I know. It's called the Chester Mall. It's big, heated, and resembles a curated thrift store. The clothing is neatly sorted, even down to children's clothes. This is the very infant department. Monroe's late husband, Fred, served as town supervisor here for 24 years. Carol spearheaded the efforts to establish recycling and this free room at the transfer station. This is kind of my baby, and I'm very proud of it. The town pays for a full-time employee to manage the Chester Mall. Her name is Deb. She's shy and didn't want to be interviewed. Monroe waves me over to a corner with a music case propped up. The other day I came in here and it was stuck together from age. So I helped Debbie open it. It's amazing. I mean, it's all brass. It's a trombone. And I said, Deb, someone special is going to come in and want that. Monroe sees everything in the Chester Mall as a possibility. She says she learned thriftiness from her parents growing up in Long Island. Uh, You know, you just have to use your mind and be a little crafty, but you can take anything and make it uh, a treasure. So I grew up with this, and I just think there is such a need in communities for people to know they can go somewhere without hesitation and get what they need if it's there. Keeping that resource alive is how North Country communities take care of one another, says Monroe. Amy Fireisel, North Country Public Radio, in North Creek, Newcomb, and Chestertown. We have more news all the time on our website, ncpr.org. Music today by Lost in Beijing of Keene and Ramon Vasquez and Michael Hart of Malone. I'm David Summerstein, North Country Public Radio.